live on your local radio station. We are ESPN Blacksburg, and a good Thursday afternoon to all of you. My name is Paul Van Wagner. Nathan Brennan is in the other studio taking your calls at 866-961-1430, 866-961-1430. You can also text us. The number is exactly the same. The Reverend, Mr. I'm going to steal your girl, the Andrew Alex, sitting across from me. How are you? Doing well, Paul. How are you? I am excellent because it's this time of the week. Can't keep my hands to myself. <laughs> no matter how hard I'm trying to. Nah, I don't Scott, think anymore on weekdays. I won't Scott. fall to myself. To Indiana! Scott, 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 Scott Nason, Scott Nason, Scott Nason, Scott Nason, easy Brennan, Scott Nason joining us today, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, Paul, certainly uh, into the Indiana chant at the beginning of my bumper music and always happy to be on your show. Well, I mean, I think that you can agree with all of us, Scott, when we say that, uh, you know, Indiana is where careers go to die in the NFL. Yeah, it seems that way, but, you know, you never know. Maybe things have changed for the Colts, so we're just going to have to wait and see. All right. It's true. All right. Scotty, are you are you watching any of these G League games that are going on right now? I can't say that I am, Paul. I'm actually watching the Europa League right now. Giannimo Zagreb is leading Krasnodar out of Russia 1-0 in the 81st minute, so I'm certainly pulling for Zagreb today. I know you're a big fan of them. I, I, I loved him uh, as a wrestler. Fort Wayne Mad Ants, Scott, are in action against hey, the Long Island Nets. Nice. I mean, how can you not be a Mad Ants fan? Jakar Sampson? That, that's a, Jakar Sampson. That's not a bad nickname. You know, the G League has gotten better over the years. I haven't uh, partaken in watching much of it yet. I have been watching a lot of NBA, but G League, uh, not quite there yet for me. Did, did Michigan State accidentally win a game earlier this week? Did I see that? Now, they accidentally won two games this week what? and a big one against Ohio State tonight. And, of course, Michigan takes on Iowa. And I'll tell you that Michigan-Ohio State game from the weekend was one of the best uh, regular season college basketball games I've seen in a while. There so, you yeah, go. It'd be a big night in the Big Ten. Juwan Howard is back. Trying to gain some sense of direction here in this conversation, Scott. Looking at the Big Ten (laughs) in uh, basketball right now, you have Michigan at three, Illinois at five, Ohio State four, Iowa nine. Obviously, big matchup tonight between Michigan and Iowa. But right now, it looks like the Big Ten is the deepest conference in college basketball. Looking at this group in this conference, how many potential Sweet 16 teams do you see there? How many potential them. Final Four teams? And who of these teams could realistically win it all? Well, looking at the teams that can win it all right now, I would have to say Michigan, you got to put on the top of that list. They're 16-1. and one. They had a, a, what, two- to three-week pause, and they came back and haven't missed a beat. So I certainly would put them in the Final Four, could win it all, and certainly Sweet 16. I like Ohio State as well. Uh, we'll see how they do against Michigan mm. State. Had a team that played a little better but still struggled this year. Certainly Ohio State can get to the Final Four and the Sweet 16. I still like Iowa in that mix. Uh, maybe not Final Four, but you got Garza there and a team with some experience. So I like them. You know, other than those three as far as Sweet 16, I'm not too sure about Illinois right now. It seems like that team's going in the wrong direction. You saw that. Tuesday night at the Breslin against Michigan State. 
you know, Wisconsin's underachieved this year, I think, at 16-8. and eight, But, you know, their team, that usually does well in the tournament. Purdue's in that mix a little bit. But as far as your question, I think there's two teams out of the Big Ten that could win it, Michigan and Ohio State. And I think there's maybe three teams that could make, you know, the eight or even the uh, final four, Iowa being that one that not not too sure about final four, but certainly the elite eight. Of course, it all depends on matchups and where they end up in the brackets. But it, certainly the Big Ten is a very strong conference. I would argue the best conference top to bottom in all of college basketball. I know there's some people that might say the Big 12 is up there, but I, I'm all about the Big Ten. It was like that last year, and the Big Ten never got a chance to show what um, what kind of conference they were in the tournament, and it's been quite a while since the Big Ten team has won. So the Big Ten is certainly due, and maybe this is the year. We'll have to wait and see. Two decades, to be exact. Michigan State, the yeah. last team to win a national championship, and I believe, Scott, was that the Mateen-Cleves era? That was the uh, year 2000. They beat Florida. Uh, certainly one I remember. But yeah, since then, you know, the Big Ten has been in, in a few championship games, but they haven't been able to take that trophy. And, you know, you have Gonzaga and Baylor uh, one and two. I, I'm, I'm not too sure about those two teams uh, as far as, you know, Gonzaga doesn't play anybody. They were plays in a good conference and certainly one of the best teams, but. I'm keeping my eye on this Michigan team. I mean, this is a team that's potential, as you've mentioned, Paul, on this show and on my show. This potential team uh, could be good for years, and they're certainly ahead of schedule. But I just like what Howard's doing with that program. And you know me, Paul, I'm not a Michigan fan, but I'm a Juwan Howard fan, and I do like this team. Scott, now, you know, it's getting close to bracket filling out season, and this is going to be a weird year when you look at the holistic resumes of these college basketball teams, especially because even teams at the top coming off of extended COVID breaks have come out cold. They've lost games here and there. It's taken them a few games to get back into their stride. How are you going to judge those losses when you evaluate these teams when making projections in March? It's going to be tough. I mean, the NCAA committee is, is going to go through their usual, uh, you know, obviously uh, taking into account strength of schedule, although that's going to be a little challenging when you have some teams that have played, you know, 15, 16 games and other teams that have already played about 23, 24. So, so it's certainly going to be a, a bit of a challenge. I don't think you can punish teams for not playing as many games as others, uh, but, you know, when it comes to push or shove, if you have a a team that's 18 and five, like Alabama, who's at six, and a team that's uh, 14 and three, Villanova, who's at eight. You know, that's then maybe you have to take it into account. And I'm certainly watching that Alabama team. Not used to saying uh, roll tight in basketball, but that's a team that could sneak out one of the top four seeds, especially if the Big Ten teams keep knocking each other out. I mean, right now Ohio State, Michigan, very well, both could get number one seeds, but if Ohio State falls. A, you know, one or two more times and maybe goes out early in the Big Ten tournament, which is certainly possible, then you have an Alabama team that can win the SEC tournament and get one of those top seeds. So, you know, the committee's going to have its hands full, as it does every year, but this year that added kind of caveat of, well, you have some teams that have played five, six, seven less games than the others. So we'll have to see how they determine which one is the higher seed and which teams get in. Scott, you know, it's not about how you start. It's how you finish, right? But this, That's what she right. said. <laughs> but, oh, my goodness. Uh, but the preseason 
for this college basketball season because of COVID was very strange. And as we've seen, traditional powerhouses like Duke, like Kansas, like Kentucky, like North Carolina have struggled with their freshman-heavy teams early on in the season. But teams like Duke and Kansas have come on a little bit late. How do you judge their late-season emergence as you look towards the tournament, both conference and for the big dance? Yeah, I mean, these teams, uh, all that you mentioned, uh, and, and Kentucky's still struggling a bit, but Kansas ha- has moved up, as has Duke. And, and it comes with coaching. I mean, all those teams have uh, very established coaches that have won national championships. They have a winning mentality. And so you almost uh, you figured it was probably only a matter of time. You were going to see Duke below 500. You were going to see Kansas out of the tournament. Both those teams have a good shot. Kentucky's the one team maybe that, that might need a little help as far, as far as getting in. But really it comes down to coaching for me. I mean, they're all coached by just very uh, you know, veteran established coaches, and they're showing it now as the season rolls on and, and getting hot into the tournament. And I'll tell you this, if I'm one of the higher seeds in Kansas or Duke as a seven or eight seed in my bracket, I certainly wouldn't want to be in that one. It's a good point. Uh, just for the record, Michigan State, Ohio State tonight, I will be rooting for the Buckeyes, Scott Nason. Well, I have mixed results because of my sports betting. I picked the Buckeyes, so it's a win-win for me either way, Paul. That's fair. That is fair. Scott, focusing on Duke a little bit here, we know that one of their top recruits, Jalen Johnson, opted out of the season with like five games left. Since then, Duke's 5-0 and and really emerged in the NCAA tournament bubble conversation. Jim Beheim made some comments about how they're better without him and has drawn criticism for saying that. What's your thoughts? Is that a fair assessment? Is that an okay thing to say, or is the media right on this one? Well, the stats don't lie. I mean, they're certainly uh, playing better, winning five in a row, and they take on Louisville tonight. Duke right now 11-8, and eight, so they're, they're on the NCAA bubble. But with their pedigree, if, if I would take a Duke 11-8 and eight over another team that's 11 and 8 so i mean is it something that he should have said no but is he incorrect uh, you know right now the stats don't lie i mean they, they, i think he has a point scott nason if i asked you to fill out your bracket right now and we can go off of joe lenardi's bracketology give me your final four teams right now baylor gonzaga ohio state michigan on the one lines villanova alabama illinois iowa on the two lines if you need some more let me know i can give them to you well, I mean, I, I think right now yeah, you have to put Michigan in, in the Final Four until they start to, uh, you know, tell me otherwise. I mean, they're, they're one, if not the best team in all of college basketball, and they play in the best conference. I certainly would, would have Michigan in there as well. Um, you know, Gonzaga, I almost have to put them in there. They haven't lost yet. Yes, they play in a really bad conference, but you, you can't blame them. It's the conference that they're in. So I would put them in there. Baylor, I mean, I, this is a boring conversation because I'm picking all the top seeds, but again, they, you know, they, they've proven it this year. I like Alabama. I just, I think there's something about this team. They're doing a great job down there playing in a pretty good conference in the SEC. So without seeing the brackets and without seeing the matchups right now, that's my final four. All right. That's fair. Uh, there are three questions in today in sports history trivia. I was going to make Nathan get two of them right 
Um, I think I'm going to offer this because you are currently at a negative in the Sprite Bomb. This is true. Uh, um, I'll leave it at two if you want to ask nicely if Scott Nason will help you. I mean, it, it might not be a bad move. And it's still two? It's still two. Oh, yeah. Sure. You, Scott, you want in? Oh, we got this. Let's go. All right. Easy. All right. We will take a quick break. When we come back today in sports history trivia, Scott Nason will join in to try to help these knuckleheads get out of a hole that they've dug themselves into because Nathan, well, pretty much useless. It's the drive. Dings, duffs, drops, botches, blunders, misses, mix-ups, faults, fails, slips, screw-ups, and all the things that went right, too. We're talking sports. ESPN Blackburn. 93.1, 810, 97.1, and live on the web at ESPNBlacksburg.com. In 2008, gentlemen, Public Enemy and Anthrax won a Grammy Award for the best remix of a non-classical song with that one, Bring the Noise. What do you think of that? How about that? Was that Public Enemy? That's Public Enemy. I'm a big Public Enemy yeah, fan, Yeah, Paul. Public Enemy and Anthrax, Bring the Noise, 2008. Scott Nason was in his prime back then. Yeah, I remember the original Public Enemy song. I was a big Public Enemy fan back in the day. I got I got some stories that I could tell you guys about Scott Nason at the back door and Sault Ste. Marie. <laughs> Scott Nason and Jason Brown. Woo! Bringing it. Goodness. Moving on to uh, today in sports history. All <laughs> right. Since Scott wants us to move on, we will. By the way, it's The Drive on your local radio station. We are ESPN Blacksburg. Paul Van Wagner, Nathan Brennan, Andrew Alex, and Scott Nason sticking around for one more segment. Here we go. It's time for Today in Sports History Trivia, the show where I, your ball of fire host, Paul Van Wagner, asks fragile Nathan Brennan random sports-related questions. Today he is joined by the very sturdy Scott Nathan in an attempt to win prizes for the out-of-it Andrew Alex. Got on? Uh, there you go, exactly. He hears his name and that's just his response. Hey, what's up? Gentlemen, today is kind of tough. You got to get two right, Scott. Uh, yesterday, Nathan failed miserably. Yeah, it wasn't a good showing. Getting three questions wrong and therefore losing three sprite bombs and ending up in a hole of minus two. Never a good thing, but today is a new day. All right, so you guys got to get two of these three right to to reclaim one of these sprite bombs. The good news is Scott Nason is here to save you, Nathan Brennan. Are you ready? I hope he does save me if it's right. this tough. All right. Let's start you guys out with uh, with a softball here. 1964. He becomes the new heavyweight boxing champion by beating Sonny Liston. Shortly after, he changes his name and then changes it again to Muhammad Ali. So the answer is not Muhammad Ali? No. The, well, no, it's... It's got to be Cassius Clay. Yeah, no, I mean, I just, I assume when he won, I'm pretty sure he was Muhammad Ali. 
Oh. Mm, right. I don't know if he was at that point. I like Cassius Clay. No, that's the answer. I just I just didn't know. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. So he, so when did he change his name then? After this? Yeah. So it, he shortly after he won in 64, he changed his name to Cassius X. Um, and then he switched over to Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, Ali after okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some people forget that there was the Cassius X in there. That's the. All yeah. right. All right. This one, Nathan, you might need Scott for this one. Right. This this one. This might be the toughest one out of all of these because there aren't a lot of context clues here. We'll just see how uh, how much Scott remembers. Two thousand and seven. This uh, number two Ohio State defeats this number one ranked Big Ten team, 49-48 in Columbus. The game to date remains the only one-versus-two matchup in Big Ten basketball history. All I know is... 2007. Ohio State, I'm pretty sure this is when they had Evan Turner, though. I do remember that, Scott. That's about it, though. I was very young during this time. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember who they might have beaten. I don't think I don't think it was Michigan State. I don't think nope. they were ever number one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're you're in the, you're you're heading in the right direction. I'll tell you that. It's not Michigan State. No. No. I'm pretty sure they haven't been ranked number one very much. And that was during Michigan's uh, down years, so I, I assume it's not Michigan. I don't think it was. I don't think it was Michigan. It wouldn't have been Indiana. Ah, that's because they've been irrelevant since Bob Knight <laughs> left. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm thinking Wisconsin, because I know they were pretty good in that I was time. thinking the same thing, actually, Scott. I was thinking the same thing. Let's go with Wisconsin. I'm not sure, though. This is just a guess. Wisconsin. Yeah. Hey, uh, Scott Mason. Uh, how about wow. that? How about that? So wow, we have a real chance to redeem ourselves. Well, here. You, you're oh, already that. you already got back the sprite one of the two sprite bombs that you lost. That's the best you can do. Let's see if you can sweep though. Scott Nason might lead you to. It's been a long time since you've had a sweep. Has it? Yeah, I, I could have so. sworn last week I did. No, you Maybe missed not. it by one. Oh, you missed okay. it by one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, 2012. You, you, what? Here's what happens, right? You get to the point where you need to be to to win, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of. It's like your college classes, right? You know, you've got seventy percent, so then you just the rest of it is and you just call irrelevant. It. Yeah, 2012. Number four, Kansas defeats this number three ranked team in overtime. It's the final meeting between these two teams in their historic series to date because this team left to go to the SEC. Kansas overcame a 19-point second-half deficit to stun them. And so 2012, and this has to be a, it either has to be, what, Missouri, Texas A&M? Were those the two that went to the SEC? Was it just two, right? Uh... Was South Carolina already? Yeah, South Carolina was already in yeah, the SEC. Yeah, they were in the SEC. I, ah, I didn't know. Tech, I thought Texas A&M was always in the SEC. I thought it was just no. Missouri. So you... No, no. For, yeah, I'm positive they were in the Big 12 along with Missouri. So I knew Missouri was. I'm thinking, mm, I'm thinking... I'm thinking more Missouri than Texas A&M. I don't think Texas A&M was that good back in 2012, but it's got to be one of the two. I... I I think Missouri. But how I'm about not sure. how about this, Scott? I thought Missouri was the only team that left, so let's just go with Missouri because that's what I would have guessed. Let's go with it, Missouri. Hey, 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 how about that? A sweep today. It's a good thing you got Scott Nason yeah. there. He helps talk you through it and keeps you on. Uh, well, that was on track. one of the few times one of two teams we would have picked was actually correct. That is true. The only team that I thought left. So Missouri Texas A and M. Uh, I guess they left too. 
Coming up, I asked him. To, by the way, Scott, where do our listeners get more great Scott Nason? And uh, is your wife pregnant? Uh, no, she's on the road right now, but certainly uh, the results will be in in a few weeks, hopefully. Maybe and that'll help her get pregnant. The show at the Game Sports Show dot podbean dot com, including this Monday's edition with myself, Butch Davis, and you, Paul. Oh. Thanks for being on the show. It was a lot of fun. Man, you actually put that up there for people to listen to. I did, and they have listened to it. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne is texting us pictures of Flavor Flav. This is fantastic. This is what yes. the show has become. Scotty, you take care of yourself, my man. We'll talk to you real soon, all right? Thanks, guys. Thank you, Scott. Scott Nason. We appreciate him. We'll be right back. It's The Drive. Hometown Sports Talk from Hometown Hosts. ESPN Blacksburg, 93.1, 810, 97.1, and online at ESPNBlacksburg.com.